What's going on, y'all? This your boy, Chris Simmons, coming to you with another podcast episode. And as always, I'm with my partner in crime, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for Miss Sandra Cruz. What's going on with you, girl? How you doing? Hey, good. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like I'm all over the place today, but I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing fine. You know, I've been a busy day for real. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, you know, taking care of, of a few things and... You know, here we are, man. You know what I'm saying? Blessed to be alive and well this morning. You know, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Can I get an amen? (laughs) Y'all already know what it is, man. But yeah. All right. We're still on this 40 minute plan, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we are still on it. Um, I'm going to have to figure out some alternative ways to get some longer episodes in because at first i think what it was i think what it was was when i was doing these at first during the pandemic i think zoom was generous and gave everybody like unlimited minutes because you know unfortunately like during that time we were only able to meet virtually but now that the pandemic is basically over uh in terms of in terms of my perspective (laughs) zoom was like all right, uh, playtime's over. <laughs> they was like, yeah, we're going to have to charge y'all now. We're going to have to make y'all pay. What is, I think it's like 19. I think it's like, is it 19 or is it 99? I think it's like something crazy. Something in the double digits, I think. I'm like, bro. Well, I don't know because I use the free Zoom if I have to use Zoom as well. Exactly. Because nobody trying to pay all that, man. Just a video chat. Like, bro, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna I'm ride this free version now. But you know what? It's all good because I feel like, you know, as of right now, I think we can get a lot of uh, information in within 40 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been yeah. listening to the episodes and, you know, I understand, like, you know, it's since they're shorter, you know, it's more to the point. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I feel like we still get a lot of great information as long and as well as, you know, some time to chat, you know, time to catch all up and what's been going on in our lives and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, um, I think what we're going to do this uh, this episode is uh, we're going to do a continuation because I, I mentioned how um, a few episodes ago I made an episode titled Expanding Your Connections. Uh, part one, because I had talked about toward the end of the episode that I wanted to go into a part two and I wanted to go deeper into it. So just to recap, um, if you haven't checked out that episode, Expanding Your Connections, part one, um, go check that out. Um, that was episode 98. So we go to episode 98. Check that one out. It's on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, the whole nine. So definitely go check that out. But for those who may not have First, you might want to go back, but just to recap what we were talking about, basically, we were talking about, you know, trying to uh, express yourself to others, you know what I'm saying? Um, Because I know uh, my move to Atlanta, that's one thing that I had to do was expand my connections and make new connections because I was in a new city. So I decided, you know what, I want to meet some people down here. And what did I have to do? I had to go out and assert myself in different things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a part of a ministry group. So, you know, I was able to make connections through my ministry group. I was able to make connections through sports. You know, that I do basketball. You know, I like to do football. You know, they got volleyball. You know, there's volleyball. So, you know, I'm really into sports, really into doing things um, that involves physical fitness or activity. So I make connections through there. 
just by doing some of my favorite stuff. And I had emphasized to y'all that maybe you should go out and try some of these things that you are interested in and do them in a group setting. You know, just some organized um, activities going on in your community. Like I would definitely recommend taking advantage of those. So I was just talking about that, you know, to start the show. And then for the last like 10 to 12 minutes of the of the uh, of the episode, you know, that's where we were talking about how sometimes it's a struggle to for people yeah. to make connections because sometimes they feel like they aren't valued in certain areas. But it's like, how would you know that if you don't go out and assert yourself? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and the issue goes a lot deeper. You know, I started bringing up self self-worth and how self-worth means that self-worth is basically the definition of you seeing yourself as valuable. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we started going into that. And that's why I want to make a part two, because I want to dive a little deeper into that, you know, because I wanted to bring up the kind of go over why it can be hard to expand your connections and some ways to be able to get over those uh, mental blocks. So um, I know, like I was talking to this one lady at um, at church on Sunday. And one thing that we did at church was it was a little different. You know, they have two services at this church that I go to. There's a 9 a.m. and then there's a 11 a.m. So I went to the 9 a.m. because um, I had a flag football uh, game at 1030. You know what I'm saying? That's one, of the, that's one of the things I'm a part of is flag football. And I made connections through doing flag football. There was a guy from the ministry who invited me out to be on his team. So I decided, you know what? I would love to. You know what I'm saying? But anyway... While I was at church, um, the person I was in, the, uh, the it wasn't necessarily the pastor, but it was like one of the people that um, was up there speaking, uh, one of the organizers, he was talking and he had allowed us to go into groups of three and four, um, which is very different because usually when you go to church, right, you just kind of sit in there. And you kind of listen yeah. to you kind of listen to the uh, the sermon or whatever, just preach for about 30 minutes and then you get up, you know, say a prayer, go home. But with this particular service and I've been there twice, they usually do group activities. And so, uh, you know, we were in this group and I was getting to know some people, you know, we was sharing, you know, we was talking about some. We was kind of like sharing our perspectives on these questions. And I remember I was talking to this one lady and I was really, you know, introducing myself, getting to know her and. You know, she was like, yeah, like, you know, being in groups like this and talking to other people, um, that's a big, that's a challenge for me. Um, and I was like, yeah, like, yeah, I can see that because there was another person I was talking to uh, on Friday at another uh, church event where we was having like a little cookout. She was also telling me how, like, you know, when she was in co- when she's in college, when she, her freshman year. She didn't really insert herself how she how a lot of students would where they would go out. Maybe they go to parties. Maybe they go to different like maybe they sign up for different events. But she was more in her room. So it kind of like, you know, it was kind of interesting how I interacted with people with, you know, two different people who had that same uh, challenge was meeting other people. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like the common denominator is between that it's just the fact that maybe you are shy to express yourself in a way towards other people because you may be afraid of people judging you for what you might have to say you know what i'm saying 
Like, because think about it. When you're in a, like, let's say, like, you're in a group and somebody, like, you know, is trying to get you to talk, right? You ever realize, like, when it's time for you to talk, you kind of, like, are a little hesitant, you know what I'm saying? Like, I even feel that's that way, too. Me, yeah. yeah, like. That's happening. Most definitely. I think that you're right on cue with that. Sorry to interrupt you, but I think that you're right on cue because I think the common basis when they say they're shy is I think it's self-confidence is a foundation for everything. I've always said this. It's a foundation for everything. If you can build your self-confidence and you can and self-confidence means uh, basically it's in the same realm of what you just said is uh, knowing your value, knowing your worth, feeling feeling good with what you have to give and not being scared to give that because when you're scared what you internalize is i'm not good enough maybe what i say they will uh like you just said they will judge and when you're confident you're like well it doesn't matter what they have to say because i know what i am going to say is a value and that's where i think a lot of people have that common ground I was once there. I know it was difficult for me. They would ask me in a group to say something, and I'd be like, oh, no, it's okay. I'm okay. And I'd be like, you can pass me. And I'd allow someone else. Why? Because I didn't feel confident enough. I feel like, oh, I have to say something. Uh, Maybe what I have to say is stupid. Maybe it's not the greatest thing I have to say. Maybe they'll judge me. So I know exactly what that feeling is. And I think that you're right. The common denominator is, is, is you become shy because of that self-confidence. We take it one step further. Shy because then you start to feel like, well, what about if I say something wrong? I used to say that all the time, wrong. But then there's nothing wrong with what you have to say. Someone can correct you. What, if you value yourself, you know what you have to give forward is value to others. So I, I have to agree with you 100% on that one. <laughs> yeah, because that was something that, this is this is this is very real because again this is something that I have dealt with and I still deal with it a little bit but I have like been able to improve that you know what I'm saying like you know coming up in school like you know you always do some type of group activity you know what I'm saying or maybe like you know uh for example like a Socratic seminar I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a Socratic seminar to where it's basically there's a topic and you basically people just kind of just give their input and you know with stuff like that sometimes i would be hesitant to speak up or you know be able to say something in that in that way and you know when it comes to a large group like that because again my mom was thinking man if i say this man i'm gonna sound stupid you know what i'm saying or this person or this person gonna think that oh like this these people not gonna talk to me after i give my or voice my opinion or voice my perspective and a lot of us feel that way, man. That's why a lot of us are afraid to go out and really uh, express ourselves in that way. But you never know, because, again, what you might have to say might be valuable to somebody else. But a lot of us think that, oh, it's not going to be any valuable. It's going to sound stupid and something that person's never going to talk to me. That's why a lot of us are afraid to open our mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. And see, if you want to build those connections, you got to open your mouth and you got to express you know, whatever's on your mind, you know what I'm saying? And you know that- what the funny part of that, though, is when people start thinking that way, it's really just all made up because the reality is it's not stupid. The reality is that someone's going to agree with you. So what we perceive in our mind is so far from the reality, um, and it just becomes negative. You know, like, oh, I'm not going to be any good, or what I say, may I may sound stupid, like you just said. So it's really all made up in our minds. 
-hmm. because what you have to say is, you know, if you think about it, you were made uniquely and created to and designed to think differently from everybody else. So whatever you have to say is unique. It has value. We just become in our minds stuck with negative, uh, these negative things and negative things we tell each other, we tell ourselves, you know, like, oh, I'm going to sound stupid or nobody's going to like what I have to say. So in reality, it's kind of really just made up mm-hmm. and it has I, no value whatsoever. And I think another big part of it is that sometimes I don't think we listen to our own voice enough um, for us to, you know, really filter out, okay, what is it that makes us valuable? Because you know, like you said, like we were all created differently. You know, I was actually reading that fam- that famous scripture in Genesis earlier today where it talks about how God created man in his own image and his own likeness. So that means he created you to be different from everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And, wow. you know, some sometimes we don't realize that because we get so caught up in trying to think alike. You know, that's called group thing where it's like everybody think the same. And, you know, sometimes, you know, we wait for somebody else like when we're in those like type of uh, environments where, you know, it's a group setting and, you know, people are sharing their different perspectives. Some people just go with what the other person says just because so like, true. you know, you know, what I mean, they're afraid to be different. And I feel like yeah. a lot of us are afraid to be different and are afraid to be unique. And that could be the reason why we attract the wrong people in our circle, because we trying to be like them. We trying to be like everybody else. But it's like, man, like. If you were just a for if you were just to embrace who you were in your uniqueness, like imagine like all the people in your circle that could gravitate towards you and really like uplift you for who you are, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And again, not everybody's going to have the same opinion or have the same viewpoint. We got we 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 are afraid that's why we're so afraid to express our differences is because again we may not be afraid we may be afraid of somebody not liking us you know what i'm saying yeah. i've had plenty of instances where you know people kind of look at me a, a certain way because i don't because i do things differently than others like for example like you know when people uh, ask me like if i've ever drank or i've ever smoked before like and i tell them like no nah. like they find that such a big surprise they're like oh my gosh like you don't do that like are you okay? I'm like, what you mean? Like, I never said it was bad. I said, I was like, I never said it was bad. I never said anything about you doing it. I just said, I don't do it. But sometimes people will take what you say and they'll think that it is a direct shot toward them. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, no, like just because maybe I don't drink, I don't smoke or, you know, I'm not into the, you know, the Zodiac signs or whatever, stuff like that. People take that as like a direct shot toward them and think yeah. that it's offensive if you don't, you know, necessarily see what they see. And sometimes they won't even like want to be friends with you because like maybe you see things differently. But again, that's why I've talked about this before. We just got to sometimes we just got to agree to disagree. You know what I'm saying? We have to learn how to agree to disagree. And again, like... I found... I was reading the other day. Now that you say that, I was reading the other day. And you have a very good point. Joyce Myers. And I think um, if you look on my Instagram, you'll see I posted something about um, confidence. And it talked about how 
this world has us thinking that what social media and what other people think is how we should. It's like there's a level. It's like out there, there's been a level that they've taught people um, or that kind of like a level that people look up to and say, well, I've got to measure up to this. And so social media and all that has us thinking like, oh, we shouldn't wear this or we can't wear that. We have to wear this or that red lipstick isn't good or certain things that, you know, it has us measuring this measure of who we should be and what we should be when that is completely false. Because no, I don't need to get operated on or I don't need to wear a certain thing or I don't need to say something. uh, uh, I don't need to be uh, like the crowd. You know, I mean, it comes to that famous verse in the Bible that says uh, you are in the world, but you are not of the world. And so I thought about that a lot. And I thought about now that you say that this Joyce Myers and she um, I, I challenge you to look at it, Chris, when we're done on my Instagram and you'll see what I'm talking about. But. I think that we are constantly as human beings trying to measure up to something that is not real. You know, there's no rule that says you have to be X, Y, and Z, or you have to say X, Y, and Z to be okay. Like you said, we're all created uniquely. And we, when we embrace that uniqueness, uh, we start giving ourselves self-compassion, which ends up giving us uh, better self-esteem and leads us to better self-confidence. You know, so I always tell my clients, you know, be compassionate with yourself, love yourself. You know, if you had a hard day, take some time out, breathe, you know, uh, be compassionate, take care of you, heal yourself in order to build that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the most important thing you'll ever do because it'll open up doors to things that you thought would never open up, you know, Mm -hmm. even speaking, you know? Yeah. And the issue and the thing with having, um, confidence in yourself and embracing your uniqueness. I mean, it goes even deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? Like it even goes all the way back to when you was like two years old, when you were able to comprehend things, you know what I'm saying? Cause you think about this, man, you think about like how we are trained, how we are brought up mentally. You know what I mean? It's like when we first are brought into the world, right? We have no fear, no regret of anything. Right. We just we just live like when we were kids, like our mind is just so free. You know what I'm saying? Like we ain't worried about what other people thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like when you see kids playing like and, and doing all this other stuff, you want, they ain't thinking about all oh, who's watching. You know, they ain't thinking about all oh, like this person looking at me. They just playing, having a great time. You know what I'm saying? That's why kids do what kids do. You know what I'm saying? Like when they don't care where they are. They gonna play regardless, you know what I'm saying? Like their mind is just gonna, you know, be free and allow them to do so. But what happens is sometimes there was an analogy where I think I saw this post on on IG when I was making my post yesterday is where you take a hundred, you, let's say you take like a group of black ants and a group of red ants, you put them in a jar, you just place them in there, right? And you know they all getting along, they all no, nobody knows the difference for real. Until somebody shakes the jar and it kind of stirs tension between the ants. And now the red ants thinking that the black ants was the one that did that when really it was the person that shook the jar. See, I found that I found that post interesting because that's how it is with us. See, nobody, you know, like when we were born, you know, I'm saying we're born 
with a free mind. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's no like clutter that goes on in our mind until somebody shakes it. And that's when we start to think all different types of crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, sometimes our parents have a lot to do with uh, how our mind is because our parents are the ones that are responsible for raising us. You know what I'm saying? So right. sometimes they'll implement different things in our mind to where it could be either hurtful or harm. It can be either helpful or harmful to our mental growth. You know what I'm saying? So, again, you know, it just the issue goes way deeper, man. You know, it can go as far as like back to when your parents was raised or even sometimes in school. When we come up in school and we're surrounded by other people, right? Sometimes, you know, our teachers or even other people like other classmates in school, because you think about it, when a child is coming up, they spend a lot of their time in school, yeah. even more than at home. See, they, they either go to school or they go home. And those yeah. are the, one of the, the biggest, those are some of the, some of the uh, most key environments to where a child's develop, to where a child's mind is developed. You know what I'm saying? But again, most of that comes from the environment that you're in. And see, sometimes if, you're, if you were not brought up in a loving, caring environment, then obviously when you you know, become older and your mind starts to mature, those negative emotions and feelings are going to stick with you and that's going to carry with you through your adult life. So that's why some people may feel insecure or may not feel comfortable expressing themselves because they've been told, oh, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. Oh, like, don't don't say that. Don't do that. Don't go out to this dream. You know, don't don't try to don't try to become this because, you know, you weren't fit for that. Who's to say, yeah. who's to say a human knows what you're capable of if they didn't create you? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, again, we've been conditioned to listen to other people's voices. But again, sometimes we don't listen to our own voice because our own voice may be telling you, OK, go after this, do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, say this to right. somebody that might make their day or go, you know, do this action to help somebody, you know, who might need it. But our own voices thinking, oh, no, don't we, we can't I can't do that because I may look stupid or, you know, I've been told that I'm not I'm not supposed to do that. But you got to yep. really think about who is telling you that. So the issue goes a lot deeper. It, 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 it really yeah, does. It really does. It really does. Because like you said, it comes from developmental. So when you're like two to like when you're born, you have a clean slate. Here come your parents and the experiences that you have. And they mold you along the way as to who you're going to become later on in life. And maybe some of those experiences keep you uh, traumatized. And so each and every time that you hear that voice, it's that body trying to, is your mind trying to protect you because you've been through it before. So you say, oh no, I'm not gonna go through that again. And so your body tries to protect you, but your intuition is one thing, like you said. What we say to ourselves is one thing and our intuition is another because our intuition might say to us, go for it. And then yet you have voices that tell you, oh, no. And then up here you go, no, no, you know, I shouldn't, oh, I shouldn't, I can't. That happened to me, you know, I went from, a job that was 18 grand a year they wanted to hire me in the same company making triple the money and in my heart I was like this is perfect this is perfect I should do this I should do that I should do this I should do that but yet my brain was telling me oh you won't be able to do that job so because my brain was telling me you're not going to be good at it 
I missed out on the best opportunity probably that could ever happen. Mm. I mean, I had to accept that and I had to learn because you continue to learn. The problem isn't going through it. It's, did you learn? You know? So I had to learn to, uh, over the years, because it took me years to learn to listen to my gut intuition and say, okay, these voices and the things that I'm saying to myself that are negative are not true. And it takes a lot. But if you can do it, it's actually one of the healthiest things to do, you know, because if you keep saying those negative things then you'll never really push yourself to do or go further in life uh, or take that chance or, or maybe you won't have that experience, you know, and that's what life is. You want to experience as much as you can and learn and go forward. You don't want to stay stuck because that's not good. Mm-hmm. I think, you know? I think, uh, you know, one thing that really helped me, because again, I was like, a lot of a lot of y'all man who you know dealt with that clutter in their mind to where you know I was at a point like when I was coming up like you know more so as a teenager like I was always like afraid of what people might say about me you know what I'm saying like that's why like you know every time like I went out you know I had to like make sure that in my mind, I had to write clothes on and all that stuff you know I was like sometimes I was like nervous to you know, just be in public, you know, sometimes I look around to see who's looking, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like that, man. Like, I was like a lot of y'all, man. But I think what allowed me to get over that was just knowing that, you know what? Like, who, who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just, I just stopped caring. Yeah, people don't even really look. Like, that's all made up. Like, nobody really cares what you wear. Exactly. And people just, like I said, they like attack like the negative. They bring in the negative and they're like, oh, yes. And like you, they turn around like me because it happened to me too. Who's looking? Ain't nobody looking. Nobody really cares. And it's like, I also like came to a realization like after high school because, you know, it was more so, you know, coming up in school because I went to a public school to where, you know, I was basically uh, connected with the same people throughout high school. I mean, throughout my uh, years in school, since it was public and everybody pretty much goes to the same school, everybody follows you. So when I graduated high school, I realized like how many people was really there for me afterward. And it, and it really hit home for me, you know, when I realized like, oh man, like it's crazy like how I'm used to seeing these people like all the time, but now it's like, now that we out of high school, out of a structured environment, there ain't nobody there. Like, all those people that I was trying to impress, that I was trying to look for, I was trying to look good for, none of them, like, was there in the long run. So I'm like, man, why was I... And it came to realize I'm like, man, like, why was I trying so hard? Like, these people ain't even, like... These people ain't even probably thinking about me for real. And that's what clicked right there. Because I'm like, man, sometimes people ain't really thinking about you like that for real. And that's... And I know that that's... You know that can that may hurt somebody, but that's what it is. Most people ain't yeah. really thinking about others like that for real. You know what I'm saying? Because they so caught up in what they doing that they ain't really think about you. This is like think about like going to the gym, for example. Like when people talk about, oh, you know, I'm afraid that somebody's gonna look at me funny because you know the way I work out. Let me tell you something. People at the gym so focused on what they doing that they ain't even probably looking at you. You probably just thinking that. People, most people, when they go to the gym, they focus on what they doing. And that's the same with life. See, sometimes, like, you know, in life, 
you know, people come and go out your life because sometimes what they got going on is more important. So the fact that you thinking, oh, this person looking at me, this person judging me, 80, 90 percent of the time they're not because they focus on what they trying to do. You know what I'm saying? They more focus on what they got to get done versus what you got on and all that stuff. So, again, once you realize that, once you come to that realization, you're going to be able to walk in public. You're going to be able to walk with your head up. You ain't going to be worrying about what other people have to say. You know what I'm saying? And as long as you go in with a sense of purpose and a sense of urgency, you know what I'm saying? It's like you ain't got to worry about, oh, this this person looking at me like sideways. Like, who cares? I mean, it's not like they're going to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? They may be looking at you because they may like the outfit you got on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's so many different things that there's so many different reasons why people look, you know, and people like kind of, you know, give you looks. You know what I'm saying? They could be fascinated with you. You never know. But don't always take everything as a negative. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't always take anything so personal. You know, people, like you said, there's always different reasons why people look. But like you said, if you walk in with a sense of purpose, and I like how you said that, because sense of purpose makes you feel like you're going in a direction. You have something to accomplish. You have value to give. And that's a lot of confidence there. Um, in order to do so, we need to be compassionate to ourselves to build that confidence. Once we're compassionate with ourselves, then I think that that is a great way to build that. And then once you, then you start to see your purpose. Like, oh, I'm here for this. And what I have to say is valuable because who I am is valuable. I think that's so key. Mm-hmm. That's so key for us to grow. Um, and I don't think, I, you know, it's not like you get to a certain point and you go, oh, my gosh. You know, I have so much confidence now. I don't need any more. No, I mean, there all throughout your life, there may be times where you do feel a lack of confidence and you say, okay, can I do this? But then you push through it. And when you push through it and you see that you can, you build more confidence on top of that. So it's a, something that you always have to work on. Uh, maybe some uh, more than others, um, you know, because every mind is different. But once you feel that way and you start to feel what that does for you and how you feel and you start becoming more valuable you start taking more chances and you start becoming the real you you start to flourish kind of like a flower that opens up in the springtime you start to open up to all the opportunities in life mm-hmm. and 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 that is real growth mm. amen to that now i will wrap up with this because i know we got eight about eight minutes left so i will wrap up with one takeaway that i want you guys to get from this you know what I'm saying? And I know we was talking a lot about, you know, we was going into, we was going, we was going deep. We was getting deep with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the main thing I want y'all to really take away from this, man, is like, if you really want to go out and really like expand your connections and you want to, you know, have people gravitate toward you, you got to get over that mental block in your mind that's telling you that you're not good enough for these, for these certain groups of people, man. All, everybody, Everybody was born human, okay? You know, people that you think that, all oh, they all that, they human just like you. So don't ever think that you too, that you either too good for somebody or somebody's too good for you. Because guess what? Y'all both human and y'all both bleed red. You know what I'm saying? Y'all both put your pants on the same way that you put their pants on. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is, hu- the people you thinking about, the people you worried about, they human just like you. You know what I'm saying? So don't ever think somebody's too better than somebody's better than you. Don't ever think that somebody's, you know, too good for you or anything like that. Or somebody else is too good, you know, too good to talk to you. Like, don't ever get in that mindset. So again, if you want to expand your connections, you gotta go out, you gotta search yourself, 
And sometimes you got to go to them. Like, a lot of people be like, man, like, I'll be struggling to, you know, find people, make friends. Well, have you gone out and, and done stuff? Like, have you gone out and participated in different activities? Have you gone around? Like, have you talked to somebody? You know what I'm saying? Like, you surrounded by people every day. You know what I'm saying? Every day you're surrounded by somebody. No matter if you go outside your house, even in your neighborhood, there's people in your neighborhood. You're surrounded by people every day. So there's no excuse as why you can't at least find somebody that can connect with you on the same level. You know what I'm saying? So again, Absolutely. if you want to go out and make connection, you gotta go with you gotta go out and assert yourself and you gotta stop thinking that people are going to, you know, talk down upon you just because you might have something to say. So you gotta get over yeah. that mental block. You gotta get you gotta get out your head and you just gotta, you know, go for it. You know what I'm saying? What you got to lose? What you waiting on? You no. know what I'm saying? You get one you get one opportunity in life, you might as well. That could be your motivation right there. What do you got to yeah. lose? You get one you get one opportunity, you get one shot. You know what I'm saying? It's like what you gotta lose. You know what I'm saying? You can't you know, tomorrow you know, you can't be like, Oh, I'll do it tomorrow, like What's that going to do? You know what I'm saying? So, again, your motivation should just be like, you know what? What do I got to lose? That's going to that that should be the phrase. That should be the phrase. That should be the phrase for the day. What do you got to lose? If you've been trying to talk to a girl, you know what I'm saying? You've been trying to talk to a dude. You've been trying to talk to somebody at your, you know, at the gym or, you know, wherever. And you, you kind of hesitant. Just be like, what you got to lose? The worst they can say is no. Just remember that. The worst they can say is no. Okay, we we adults. I'm talking to adults here. This ain't high school, middle school. They ain't gonna spread rumors. I mean, I hope not. You know what I'm saying? So, what you got to lose? All right, there you go. So I'll leave it at that. But anyway, man, hopefully I got something out of that, man. You know, hopefully you know I was able. You know, me and Sandra were able to help you get some tips and hopefully you know break you out your shell a little bit because I understand we've both been in there. We've both been in our shells. You know, we understand like what it's like to be timid. So, again, you know, like I said, we, we're trying to challenge y'all to at least break out your turtle shells and hopefully, you know, be able to blossom and, you know, be able to be the person that you've been called to be. You know what I'm saying? So, again, hopefully y'all found that helpful. You know, like I said, like, you know, like I always say every episode, you know, you're always welcome to connect with us. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, you can uh, find me on Instagram at Disinfecting Your Life. No, spe- no spaces, no capitals. Also, you can find Miss Sandra on Instagram at Complete Confidence Coaching. You know what I'm saying? So uh, definitely go check out both of our pages. Um, and again, I'm always posting every mo- about every Mondays on Instagram. So you know, you obviously like you can find me on there, and you can also find Sandra because I tag her in about every post that we do. So definitely go check us out. Got connect calls, man. Like I said, like all my information is in the link tree under my bio. So definitely check that out. You know, like I said, I got my book under there. I got the links to my channels. I got my connect calls. You know, I got like all different types of stuff. So definitely go check it out. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man, I've really been having a blast out here in the A, man. Just got to say that, man. Really having a blast out here in the A, man. You know, really uh, enjoying it down here in Atlanta. Uh, I love it. It's been nice. Yeah, Sandra, you're going to have to uh, come out here. Cause I know you've been know. talking about it, so hopefully you can put your, uh, you can put action behind those words. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm working hard um, to try to get out there soon. I would love to take a trip. Um, 
I think I'm going to go Florida, then drive up because my parents are in Florida. So I can't, if I don't go there, they'll probably have a heart attack. <laughs> but hopefully soon, hopefully I can make that trip. It's in the works. All right. All right. We'll look forward to seeing you. And for those of you who are in the A, who are listening from the A, hey, check me out, man. Like I said, like you can always connect with me. You know what I'm saying? If you want to meet up in person, I'm always cool with that. Just hit me up, you know, anytime, man, if you want to get together. But anyway, man, that's a wrap for today's show, man. This your boy, Chris Simmons, alongside my partner in crime, Sandra Cruz. We out, y'all. Take care, y'all. Peace.